0: You remember yesterday's show? You remember yesterday's cold open just a mere 24 hours ago um, when I started off with the Kansas City Royals did everything in their power to make sure that they lost this game. Well, today the Tigers did everything in their power to guarantee a loss, and they got it. Uh, We're going to talk about a really, really just honestly disheartening series finale against the Kansas City Royals today on locked on tigers you are locked on tigers your daily detroit tigers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day what is up everybody welcome back to another edition of locked on tigers i'm of course your host scott bentley today is thursday july 14th 2022 thanks for making locked on tigers your first listen every single day we are free and available wherever you get your podcast today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online as you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before but online, where the game starts, I need a haircut so unbelievably badly. This is really a, an interesting thing we got going on here. Okay, the Detroit Tigers drop the series finale in a four game set to the Kansas City Royals, five to two. Um, Tarek Skubal pitched. We will talk all about his performance. Um, there was a lot of antics in this game. And it was in general just like not a great time. I think that's how I describe it. Just like straight up, not not very fun. Uh, I I mean, what else is there to even say? Hopefully, half an hour worth of stuff. But like this was brutal. This was nothing short of, of a disaster. And and you know, it was five to two. It's not like we we lost thirty to to, to seven or, or you know what I mean. Like. It was a three run game, but a three runs for this offense might as well be 12. And also the manner in which we gave up their runs is, is embarrassing, I guess is the word catastrophic. I, I mean, what, what, what a season. What a season this has turned into. Five to two. They have a four run fourth. We score zero in the fourth. The fourth inning as a whole in this game is genuinely one of the. I don't know if I want to go as far to say, Les, like this is the worst inning of baseball I've seen from the Tigers because we've seen some really, really bad baseball. But it's certainly up there, right? It's certainly in the conversation, if if not at, at the top there. That was a, an embarrassing inning of baseball. You have the top of the inning where you get a couple men on, and then Ramon Santiago sends Jonathan Scope. Now, here here's some some conversation breaking down that, okay? It was it was a dumb decision. Like it, it was it was not it was not a good decision that you should not have, uh, have sent him. But in the same breath, when you have a a historically horrible offense, you're you're trying to score any way you possibly can, and so. Well, it was a dumb decision, and, and he should not have sent him. Obviously, right? He got thrown out, and and the throw beat him by like ten feet. It it wasn't a good decision, but the offense is so bad that you kind of are like, well, you know, he's not going to score based on you know the offense behind him. You know that that we're not gonna we're not gonna get a, a couple of knocks and and score some runs here. So I guess you might as well just be really stupidly aggressive on the base path to try to score some runs that you wouldn't have scored otherwise because that that's where we're at. The offense is so bad that it's almost justifiable. It's not, it's not, but it's almost justifiable. That's how horrid this offense has been this season. And today was no different. Eight hits. uh, One for eight with runners in scoring position and ten men left on base as a whole. That's always good. Always a solid, solid numbers there. One for eight. What what did we say in the doubleheader that we dropped both of? It was one for ten and two for thirteen. So in those three games, you went, yeah, like three or four hits somewhere around there in around 30 uh, at-bats with runners in scoring position and your three losses to the Royals. That was some quick maths. It was, it was a guesstimate, but it's about right, I think. Absolute disaster. And that's been the story the whole season. Brady Singer, I, I kind of like Singer as a pitcher. Today, he was not very good. Somebody pointed it out. It might have just been Castellani, honestly. He was not very good today. He wasn't. You you let him off the hook time and time and time and time again. You had you had bases loaded. You you had two men on, no outs. You had bases loaded, no outs. You had. You, you had bases loaded one out. You had two men on one out. It, it, it's, it's just remarkable. The inability to score any runs. It, it, it's, it's insane. It, it's actually to the likes that, that we've never seen before. It, it's, it's borderline impressive to be someone at, at the major league level And have a bunch of actual professionals and and just consistently failing at the same situation over and over and over again. It's unbelievable. Golly. So that's the top of the fourth was just absolute disaster. You you get a horrible send by, by Ramon Santiago that's, like I said, almost kind of sort of justifiable just because of how bad the offense has been. Um, and then you just get mowed down the next two batters. Next batter, two batters, whatever. And then the bottom of the fourth. Who wants to talk about the bottom of the fourth? Who wants to, to have my job for, for like three minutes and do it for me? Because, golly. The top, the sorry, the bottom of the fourth inning was a a special kind of ineptitude. I, I, I don't quite know what to say about it. Truly, like, okay, you, you, you I, I'm not sure how much of that you can blame on Tarek Skubel. I guess we'll start with that. I'm not sure, like, sure. Gave up, gave up a couple of singles, gave up some hard contact within those singles. But I mean, at the end of the day, how many outs do you think we could have recorded that inning? If we made every play and it was just a never ending inning, like let's say it, it took 10 outs to get out of an inning just for fun. How close do you think we could have gotten to 10 outs? I think we could have gotten at least like six outs in that inning if every, if everything actually went to plan and, and leaving, like, the singles and, and where the balls were that were hit and everything, I think it's legitimately possible you could have got two innings worth of outs in that. You had the misplay by Tarek. You had a, 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 another in-between kind of soft contact thing that wasn't played well by, by uh, Tarek or by, by Torkelson. You had Javi going for the, the tag. You had Jonathan Scope, who's been literally like the best defender in baseball, just not able to play a ball. It bounces off his shin and goes out of the stadium. Not his shin. I think it was his toe. Whatever. It's just what a remarkable inning of baseball. In the worst possible way, I mean remarkable. We'll get to the rest of the game. We'll break down some some individual performances. But first, I got to tell y'all about our friends over at BlueNile.com. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond's shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring each ring is truly one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry and having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with, ju- with the jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Tigers listeners are getting $50 off of purchases, $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked On. That's code locked On. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever peace at BlueNile.com today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to our second segment here at Locked On Tigers. If you your rain, uh, if you live in the Metro Detroit area, I'm recording this. Uh, what about an hour? A little less than an hour after the Tigers game, um, and there is some some storms happening. So if that gets picked up in the mic, I'm sorry. I, I think I think we're good at the current moment. But if it does happen at some point in the show, uh, kind of unavoidable. I can't stop the weather. Um, okay. So we talked about the fourth inning. That was an absolute disaster. Um, it, it's like nothing can just go completely right at least one thing has to be going wrong at all times with this team it either has to be a complete offensive meltdown it has to be a wow right when i said i think we're fine it just started absolutely pouring (laughs) anyway um it's either the offensively we can't hit scoring position which has been a thing all year and that was absolutely a thing today (coughs) excuse me And, like, the pitching's good and keeps us in the game, uh, which I thought was true today. I thought everybody that took the bump was pretty solid. Uh, We'll talk about Tarek and give kind of a full breakdown on him, but I I thought he was pretty good in this one. And then, like, the defense will just be really good some days and then just, like, randomly be terrible some days. Uh, And and for the better part of the last, like, six or seven games, the defense has been pretty brutal. And I I, I just – I don't – no there's no fix for this which is makes it so much more frustrating than it already is it's already beyond frustrating it already is on my mind 24 7 that this team is 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 the biggest passion i have in in my life is the detroit tigers and and sports and, and but specifically this this ball club and so i'm already as we all are we're already this entire fan base is all up in arms and beyond frustrated but there's no immediate fix there's no if you do this then success happens you can fire Scott coolball sure I hate to break it to you a hitting coach it, it does not make a team that is 15 16 games under 500 than like a playoff contender Hitting coaches don't matter that much. Okay. Uh, same with like if you're a hinge hater, same thing. Uh, a, a manager, a different manager, would not have single handedly changed the the result of this season. This was inevitable, but nobody saw it coming. It's like 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 Thanos. It's just it's so frustrating there's nothing we can do. We're in too deep for this season. Um, we got the draft coming up. That'll be super fun. Those dudes won't be ready for a couple of years, right? Uh, you can make some trades and just continue to be sellers at the deadline. Like you have been for over half of a decade. Um, but like that, you know, what, what are you going to get? You're going to, trade away relievers are the only value we have on this team. No one wants anybody any of our bats. That's laughable. That that actually is humorous. Um and certainly I, I mean the starting pitching, all of our starters are hurt. No one's gonna want any of our band-aid starters unless you want to trade scoobal Uh no no we don't really have any pitchers of value besides him. So all you have is relievers. You're not gonna get anything in the in the reliever market to fix this problem this season we're just in for the ride the next two months two and a half months it's just what it is and that's sad that's really sad and and we have some some performance you know watching riley green every day is a treat um you know, maybe Spencer Torkelson has a better second half. That that's something to watch for. Um, Akil Badu is back. He went over in this one, but like he's back. Seeing his progress, I, I just I don't know. There, there, there's there's nothing that can be done to to stop the bleeding at the current moment. It's just it it is what it is. Unless everybody remembers how to hit. And there's not a single thing you can do. There's not an action you can take to remind everybody how to hit. It's just gonna come on down to the players. What a what a just beyond disheartening day of baseball. For real. Kicking the ball all over the place. Nobody can hit with with, with. the thing is there were runners on like the entire game. Like, like we had chances. In the first inning, you had bases loaded, no outs. You scored one run on a sack fly. I mean, golly. I just, I I, I don't know what to do. There is nothing to do, actually, is the correct way to put that. It's not that that no one knows what to do. It's that there is no fix for 2022, unless again everybody just was to magically turn it around. And even at that point, I mean, you'd have to go on a heater, right? We're over halfway through the season, and and you're 16 games under 500, 15 games under 500. So you'd have to play play 15 16 game over 500 ball to even get to 500 by game 162 if you wanted to actually threaten a race you you would you you'd have to go what 10 to 15 over 500 again you have to play like 30 games over 500 ball the rest of the way i don't think that's happening unreal People that did stand out offensively, Javi Baez, I thought, had a great game. Uh, He looked really, really solid at the plate. I know the strikeout to end the game was really brutal. It was the slider low and away that he's always gotten on. But I thought every other at-bat, for whatever it's worth, was pretty solid. Um, Made a nice play defensively in this one. Still is throwing the ball low. I guess better low than high, but, you know, it's an issue. Uh, Jonathan Scope with a hit, but had two strikeouts that were just brutal at-bats. Torque got another knock, but it was kind of an infield single that is was barely a hit. Actually, was up with bases loaded and Cade really brutal at bat. Tucker Barnhart hitless. Um, yeah, I mean this, the, like, go look at the OPS of this offense; it's brutal. Rather Green, two walks and a hit. He's the man. On base percentage of almost three sixty. Really solid. That's it for the offense. There you go. There's your offensive breakdown. Not not uh not a whole lot. Story of the season. We'll get to Tarek, uh, because that's uh, one of the one of the bigger stories. Then there's a roster move that we made uh, after the game as well that we'll talk about. First, though, I gotta tell you all about our friends over at BetOnline. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, everybody, welcome back to our third and final segment here at Locked On Tigers. Really frustrating game. Uh, Tarek Skubal on the bump, six innings, eight hits, five runs, four of them earned, no walks, five Ks. Uh, I thought Tarek's stuff, uh, just on a pure what he was throwing and and the movement and the velocity of everything we were seeing uh, was some of the best stuff we've seen all year from him. Uh, He said after the game that he felt really, really good and that the fastball was the best that his fastball has ever been in an outing in his entire life, uh, which is backed up by the fact that he almost hit 100 twice. He ended, I believe it was the third inning with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball and then a 99.8-mile-an-hour fastball that uh, the broadcast rounded up to 100. So um, that's great. Like that's awesome, and and the command I thought was was solid in the really the entire outing. Uh, like he was executing pitches, he had a game plan, he was hitting spots or at least getting close enough where it was like okay, like that you know fair enough. Uh, but but that fourth inning was a, a train wreck. <laughs> like it, it all goes back to that inning that that was that was horrific, and like four earned runs the there's that that's that's loose. They they only gave the Tigers one uh error in that inning. I, I think Scooble should probably be docked with an error uh and then on top of that like the hobby thing is technically a fielder's choice, right? Um but like very much so could have gotten an out on that play and just didn't and and went for the guy right in front of him and and didn't do it. So um yeah. I I I didn't think he looked that bad and and I I thought his stuff was actually the best we've seen from him like I said for a while. I thought the command was was pretty solid most of the game. Uh made a couple of, of mistakes in the fourth for sure. Uh that that got laced but they were only, you know, for singles and and if the defense behind him executed you, you know you, you don't go out of that inning giving up four runs. You, you don't. And then the fifth uh, I guess those are all those are all a lot more legitimate. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just I I think you could very easily shave like two hits off of that and two runs off of that. And that's probably a little bit more accurate of a representation of how he did his ERA is now below four. Um I, I just I'm sorry. Like this was such a demoralizing game. This was so just like sad to watch. His average exit velo was under 90 miles an hour. The CSW was 27%, um, called strikes plus whiffs. Fouls, 22, balls in play, 23. A lot of balls put in play. Uh, had 12 whiffs. That's around what we're used to from him for the pitch mix. 30 sliders, 25 sinkers. Uh, the sinker was the one that went 99, and the seam was the one that went almost 100. He had twenty-two four seams, fifteen change ups, then a couple of curveballs to try to throw people off. Um, yeah, I mean the velocity was up on pretty much every single pitch. The velocity on the four seam was up a mile and a half. Like average velocity for the entire outing was up almost a mile and a half from his average fastball fastball velo on the season. Uh, that that's obviously super encouraging. I thought the movement on the sli- on the sinker was good. I thought the movement on the slider was good thought the movement on the changeup was good i thought the command on all the pitches the slider maybe still needs a little bit of work but for the most part i was pretty pretty happy with the fastball command which is kind of what sets the tone for his entire outings all of the outings we've seen him be really good he's had really good fastball command and the opposite for the outings that he struggled in um it, it's just it, it's it's really hard to to ask a dude, no matter how good he is or no matter how good he's feeling or looking, uh, to, you know, go out there and get five, six outs in an inning. That's difficult. Um, Yeah, I just, a, what a frustrating game. What a frustrating game. Uh, Drew Carlton was the other pitcher in this one. He looked fine. I actually thought his sinker had really good movement. I, I was, like, blown away by how crazy uh by the the movement that his sinker had like there was at one point where i think it was the first pitch of an at bat later in the outing um in the ninth inning maybe where i i did i thought alex lang was on the mound like genuinely i literally i it was the start of an inning i think and i and i was like oh i don't know why we're using lang in this situation and i was like oh my goodness that was drew carlton's sinker it was it was crazy the the spin rate on it was Oh, like well over 3,000, it was a crazy pitch. Um, so that's nice to see. Uh, but he gets optioned back to Toledo immediately after the game, so uh, that it is the industry. Um, so yeah, Drew Carlton optioned. I don't know if there's anything else I want to talk about with this game. Drew Carlton optioned to back to Toledo, uh, in replacement. No, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Elvin Rodriguez will be called up and he will start game one of the Cleveland Guardian series today as you're listening to this on Thursday. So we get to go back to Elvin. Um, look, I mean, it, it was going to be. I uh, You know, it was either him or uh, I, I guess some of the other kids that, that we've had to to kind of pull up here. And during this, but the entire starting rotation's hurt except for Scubel. The op- like, still, like you know, let's not get that lost on anybody. The the entire opening day rotation, outside uh, of Tarek Scubel, Pineda is now back. That's obviously a, a huge relief. Um, so two guys in the entire rotation um, from opening day are 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 healthy. So still having to to kind of bandage our way through this. I think that we are just going to limp our way to the all-star break. And then I think you're going to see a flurry of roster moves at the all-star break. I I think they're going to just try to limp their way into there and then reevaluate anything. Take, take their, their week off and, and just try and a little less than a week, but you get the point and and just reevaluate everything and, and make some really hard decisions. I think there's some hitters, that should be somewhat fearful for their futures with the team. Uh, I think there's some, some starters that – geez, I just kicked my camera. There's some starters that are either going to uh, get called up during that time, get sent down during that time. I, I think that that's like the checkpoint. I, I genuinely think they're just going to try and, and, and limp their way in there and then reevaluate everything and kind of start from scratch on the All-Star break. So I think you can expect some moves there. I think that's pretty much all I got. You had two extra base hits in this one, two extra base hits on one, two, three, four, five. Wow. Six walks. We had, we had 14 base runners. Two of those 14 base runners uh, hit the ball and got past first base. And one of those was Victor Reyes in the second AB of the ballgame that st- honestly stretched a single into a double just because he's fast. <laughs> when was the last time we hit a homer? Seriously. I- I- I'm genuinely trying to remember the last time we hit a home run. I, I feel like I'm going to look this up, and it's not going to be like as long as I, as I think, but it-, it feels like a long time ago. Um, we didn't hit one. Yet today, we didn't hit one yesterday. Did we hit one in the loss? No, we didn't hit one then. Was this one run a homer? Nope, it wasn't. So we have not hit a home run at all in the Kansas City series. We went homerless. In four games, we went homerless. The New York Yankees hit like seven home runs a game. That's obviously an exaggeration, but you get the point. Last game of the White Sox series. Okay, Javi homered in the last game. Of the White Sox series. That was a 2-4 to loss. That is the last time we homered. And then we got shut out the game before that. uh, And then Candelaria homered in in the win to make it 6. So um, during this losing streak. Well, losing stretch. It's not really a streak because we won uh, two days ago as you're listening to this. But in this one, two, three, four, five, six, we've lost five of our last six now. In that stretch, we have hit one home run. Good stuff. Or two. Did I just lie? Two. Right, Javi had one to start the losing streak. Two home runs in our last six games. That is hashtag not good. Thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen, Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Okay, back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place. You know the drill. Elvin Rodriguez on the bump. Um, Austin Meadows shut down. Eduardo Rodriguez is still just like not reporting to anybody. We haven't even heard from his agent, nonetheless him. Like, everything that could po- – stuff you've never seen before is happening to this team this year. Everything that could possibly go wrong is happening. All right. Let's go beat Cleveland. Peace and love. Going to Therapy's Dope. I'll catch you tomorrow, baby. Go us.